That's right, you geeks. Welcome into the Echo Screen, the official podcast of the Clan of the Gray Wolf. As always, I am your host, the Commodore. Good enough. And with me, as always, with the sound effects, apparently, as well, is Rue. Rue, how are you this fine evening? Apparently pretty good with a couple of coins. I thought I would just, <laughs> I thought I would just, you know, use this to talk the whole time instead of actual words. Yeah, yeah well, the the show might be a lot more interesting in that case. Aww. Um, I can't believe that someone here hasn't seen Back to the Future three in about a decade. No, I would say it's been it's that's at least a decade. It it might be it might be sub- substantially longer than that. Animal. I'm just saying. And it wasn't that good. Okay, that's anyway. Oh, I forgot to turn my phone off with the ringing and the ding ding. We yeah, please do. I do that. We have a show to do. As you forget to turn your phone off, we have a show to do. So we're going to talk about the show, folks. So glad to have you with us tonight. We're going to do. Uh, we're going to have a little little conversation about zombies tonight. Zombies. A conversation about the undead with an exclamation as point. It were. Zombies with, excla- with lots of exclamation points. I did that myself. Um, so, so we're going to talk very loudly about zombies, apparently. Anyway, (laughs) but we're going to do this the way that we always do this. There are three important segments to the show you need to know about. The first segment of the show is the T and B, otherwise known as the tits and bits, the news and notes, as we like to call it here. And then we'll move into, we'll shift gears, if you will. We'll shift gears into the topic du jour it's the topic of the day Mm, i'll have that and that will be zombies we're gonna talk about a lot of things related to zombies you know we're talking about video games we're gonna talk about movies we're gonna talk about zombie culture we're gonna talk about all kinds of crap related to zombies it's gonna be one kind of zombies mega cast perhaps most importantly are we done have we had enough already yeah and have we kind of (laughs) yeah seen the last and guardian legend hits it already (laughs) yeah and it's there's too many zombie, zombies, according to Guardian Legend, and we should just end the podcast right now. Well, I guess we're done. Bye. Oh, my water. That's right, you geeks. You're gone. I'm back. Um, and then the third part of the show, which people still tell me is their favorite part of the show, which is the Q&A portion of the program where we answer questions live, live on the air, if you can imagine that, where people actually ask us questions we answer them. We don't have to just answer questions, by the way, about the topic du jour or the T and B, we can actually answer questions about just about anything. Um, we've handled, what, culinary questions? Dating we've advice. Handled, dating advice. We've handled pretty much everything. Actually, Folks, I don't think we've had any good dating advice questions lately. It's been in a while. We need, we need to get that going. Because mm-hmm. we, you and myself, both. I dated are, a girl once. Yeah, it is. It, we are absolutely expert in the art of making romance. With each other, with each no, oh, that was not where I thought you were going to you're going to go with that. Oh, I should have kept that secret. It's Lynn Sanity, Lynn Sanity, but that's what we do here on the Echo Screen Live, the official podcast, of the Clan of the Gray Wolf. All you have to do, if you want to ask us a question that we will answer live on the air in this very program, is go up to the upper right hand corner and you will find my name, Commodore One Twenty Eight. You'll also find it here in the chat, right there. All you have to do is click on my name, click on PM. That is private message. I think you know how I like my messages, and that's nice and private. Send me a private message, and 
type your question in there. And if it happens to be one of the ones that I like the best, <clears throat> perhaps your question could be read aloud on the show. You made it sound ones. extra dirty. It is extra dirty. Um, so is that a deal? I think we got a deal. Let's let's uh, let's get into some. Let's some, for uh, the T and B. Yeah, let's get, let's get into the TNB. So what do we got? What, what are, what's the news for the people today, Ray? Uh, my big one, well, maybe not big one, but the one I want to talk about first, because I was excited by it, is the release of DuckTales Remastered. Aha! Which Ooh. we, we yeah. uh, first saw at uh, PAX East, but the line was freaking long, so we didn't get a chance to play it, either one of us. But it was very uh, exciting to me to see it released. I actually played it on the PC, and, with a gamepad. On the PC? On the PC. And it was... Uh, you know I what? You might have the wrong impostors there. <laughs> From on the PC, Mr. oh, Mr. DNA. <laughs> uh, I actually, from? I actually enjoyed it. All right, uh, of the two of us that have played it, or that that exist here on this show, I've played it. You have not. Yep. No, it, I have not. It plays literally just like the old Ducktales game on the NES, which is good. This is a remake, after all. Um, yes. The graphics are amazing. There's like hand-drawn animation for uh, the characters and the enemies. And the voice acting, which a lot of people found annoying, you can skip very quickly, very easily. Uh, after, good. So, like, the first time... I, I can see after you hear something the first time, it's like, oh, okay, I don't want to do it anymore. But you can you press start, and then you just skip it. It's right there. It says skip cutscene. It takes you all seems, of one second to skip. Seems pretty obvious I would rather have that option. I would rather yep. have all almost all of the original characters, including Alan Young who is like 93, voicing wow. Scrooge McDuck still. And this, wow. I didn't realize this at first. Uh, I can't think of her name, but the woman who voices Magicka Dispel is 95. And she Jeez. came back to do this game. Yeah, she sounds like an old lady, but that's because she's an old lady. But yeah. she still came back to do the voice. Well, I mean, you know. It's... Which is amazing, and I will take that. Dang it. Yeah, we'll take that. Uh, and you the know, music was amazing, too. I like the idea of having the original voice cast. I like the idea of being able to turn something off. Yeah, uh, you know, specific like with you know with that voice acting. If you don't like it, you can just turn it off. If you don't like it, but somebody should tell Square this. You know, like you can just skip a lot of crap in the games. I think they eventually learned that. Uh, Did they really? Final Fantasy seven, eight. They both had unskippable cutscenes, didn't they? But the unskippable the unskippable cutscenes is one thing, but the unskippable dialogue. Oh, turn off. And so like, I just like to turn it off and just read it. Can I just turn it off and read it? Thank you. Uh, but but they did add a few things. They they um, added a few things to the five normal stages, and then they added a couple extra stages. So it was a little bit of new stuff. And yes, it's hard. It's a difficult game. But mm -hmm. it's not, oh my god, I can't possibly beat this. On the normal difficulty, it took me a couple tries to get through some of the stages. But yeah, I would yeah, just yeah. take a break, come back, and then play through it, and I would have learned. It's kind and of like how roll. games used to be. Yeah, uh, so, well, I like kind it. of like what maybe they, what they were going for. Yeah, almost yeah. almost like they meant to do that. Almost Weird. like they meant to do it. But yes, you my, know, I, my recommendation is to get it. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I, I think in many ways, first of all, I love the original DuckTales. It's, it's, it, it might be one of the most perfect original NES games. Um, mm. Yes, I know that some people can sit down to it right now and beat the game within a few minutes. Because um, it doesn't take long, right? But... As an experience, I remember playing that game so much and really getting a ton of enjoyment out of it. And, you know, you like to see games that that were that good a long time ago make their way back into the uh, the minds of a lot of young gamers out there that might have never played the original NES version. It sounds like this one does that work pretty well. Exactly. 
so uh, moving on, do you have any T and or B to share? No, no, I don't really what the I don't with the uh, things and the I don't really follow. Oh, you know what? iPhone is is uh, there's a new iPhone announcement coming up. Uh, oh, um, I care. Oh yeah, it should be great. It should be really should be really great. Uh, and there's also um, maybe yeah, anything from the world of Sony. Yeah. Well, not really. Uh, only, only, only really that we know when the PS4 is going to get launched. Which is? Is that good enough? That's all right. Is, is that good enough for the TNB? <clears throat> no, November 15th, which... Well, which is significant because we don't know when the Xbox... The X-Bone? 720 I, is coming out. It's going to be about the same time, I assume. I, my, my guess is it would be the same. I mean, this is what everyone expected. It's like... Mm-hmm. November-ish. This is when November time frame. Most consoles to buy November one before November. Christmas. Exactly. Uh, eh, okay, that's interesting. Um, it's interesting. Uh, that that. Uh, and what I thought was interesting is that I believe November fifteenth, two thousand six, is when the PS three came out. So it's like literally the exact same day, just seven years later. So isn't that weird to think of? Yes. So not weird to think of that it was on the same day. That's not very weird. What I mean is that it's oh, seven okay. years ago. Seven years ago for the PS3. The PS3 yeah, well, it was supposed yeah. to be what a ten-year system, twenty-year system. Yeah, but, well, forget that for a second. Let's not let's put aside the the marketing jargon of um, Kazurai and just go with <laughs> the we fact that the PlayStation jargon. Three launched seven years ago. Seven years. Mm. Uh, Joe, Joe C brings up an interesting point. Uh, it seems that well, it seems that Xbox is, uh, or Microsoft is playing some catch up, catch up, yeah, catch, catch up, up with the uh, Xbox uh, Xbox ever since yeah. E3's kind of dismal performance. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do you think they're going to try to get the jump on Sony and release before? I, I, you know, I think the reason that Sony played the card of letting everybody know when they can expect the PS PS4 first. Is because they've kind of they kind of see what's going on here. They're they're just gonna go and look. We've made our case. We, you know, the Xbone and Microsoft guys probably didn't do the best job at E3, and got steamrolled by the community as a result. It's like, what do we have to fear now? Let's just put the date out. If they want to beat it, they can beat it. But we've made our case. How much better are we gonna do? Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with you, I think they got a good point. I, I don't think it matters when Microsoft releases. I think the people that are the early adopters, the people that are going to buy, you know, now, this year, are people that probably already have their minds made up. It's not going to be something that changes between now and then. It's not going to be because one system comes out before the other. Yeah, it's, I, it's, that, that's it's, kind of small potatoes. Yeah, they've um, made their case. They've I, made their case, and I think they've made a good one. I'm gonna. I'm going to. I'm seeing a lot of apathy, in general, mm-hmm. toward gaming systems this generation, mm-hmm. or consoles, mm-hmm. I should say. You know, a lot, a lot of people are wondering because of the Wii U's, looking at the Wii U's poor performance, they're like, well, is that because of the Wii U or is that because no one's so much interested in consoles anymore? You know, right. they're okay with what they have. That's right. Uh, we'll find out in about half a year, I think. We will. I, but you know, the other idea. thing is that there are, there are so many people that make games now that are talking about how what they want to do, the current generation consoles are not capable of doing. And... That's an interesting theory, right? I mean, have we really outlasted all that these consoles can do for us? It's debatable. I yeah. think some people would say. Uh, one, 
Sorry? No, no, go ahead. Oh, and also uh, some other Sony news is that uh, in a kind of a fire sale, uh, it seems like the Vita's price is dropping to 200 bucks, and before too long, the PS3 will, too. Yeah, the um, PS3 is going to be a 199 uh, That's the other end. It's down about a Sony. Uh, you know, that... We, so... So does that mean that you want to get a PS3 if it was one? Well, we were discussing this before the show. Uh, the one game I really miss or, or, or that I can't play, not that I have the time to play it, is Nino Kuni, which I hear okay. from most everyone is amazing if you like JRPGs. Yep. Uh, and I'm what else are you missing? Five. I don't have a Blu-ray player yet. Uncharted. Just saying. Blu-ray. I want to see that Star Trek Next Generation in beautiful high def. <laughs> because, I mean, come on, why not? <laughs> um what else? What else are you really missing with the with the PS3 if you don't have I, I don't know. It's not a whole lot, isn't there? I mean Yeah. But you know, Gran Turismo, uh but for, Forza. I mean the thing is at this point, a two hundred dollar PS3 looks a lot more tempting than a well how much it's gonna supposed to be four hundred dollars for the PS4, right? And five hundred for the expo? Yeah. Yeah. But, um Yeah. That that might change because you don't have to have the connect to run the Xbone anymore mm. so they might have a they might have a four hundred dollars skew as well who knows it's uh, gonna be all gimpy it's gonna be yeah it's it, it be probably wouldn't even be worth getting without the connect no. honestly that no, that's one of the, one of the selling points the actual selling points to me for the xbox one is the is the connect because i think it's a very interesting piece of technology that they just haven't been able to capitalize on yet as has been well documented on this very show Yes, um, I, I agree with that 100. percent I think the Connect is really the, the best feature. If it really is that dramatically different, then I might consider it. But I'm certainly not going to be buying one before Christmas. What the hell? Which, which yes, thinking? yeah, I'll, I'll at least wait after this year. I'm sure I'll get one eventually. But Samsung, it doesn't even have backwards compatibility. Compatibility, like yeah, nothing why, does I mean, anymore. I have a pile of Xbox 360 games. I haven't even pulled out of the shrink wrap yet. So when am I going to play them on my Xbox? <laughs> Sky Sam, can't do it. Sky Sam Freeman brings up an interesting, another interesting point uh, for the pick up a cheap. PS3 is uh, Last of Us, which I also hear is excellent. Last of Us. Good, good point. See, this mm -hmm. is why I ask the community, because sometimes, you know, you got to yeah. people know what's going on. And, yeah, um, but Nino Kuni is my number one exclusive yeah, I want to pick I up. I think that's all good stuff. I, I really do wish I could have Uncharted. Uh, I, do, I, do, I do like Uncharted as a franchise, and it is really fun, and I just haven't really played any of it at all, almost, because I only play on xbox 360 so mm -hmm. i don't know it's interesting we'll we'll see what happens there's a lot of ground to cover between now and november there are a lot of announcements that can be made a lot of changes to SKUs. a lot of new games that could be announced i think there's going to be something like 20 playstation 4 games that are available at launch there's going to be something like 22 xbox games that are available at launch yeah so you know they're both going to have a fairly robust catalog when the hardware hits the shelf. Uh, one more thing I want to hit before with TNB before we go. Uh, this is a an, another game that came. Actually, a couple games have come out. Some other uh, independent games. Uh, have you heard? Of, well, uh, James Portnow talked about this uh, on the uh, panel he was with uh, with you, the future of gaming. And you talk about Papers, yes. Please. Yes. Uh, have you had a chance to play that yet? I have not. No. It's a uh, pretty interesting. Uh, I, I would recommend that uh, it's it's a game where you're basically it's like this fake Eastern block type country uh, that's um, like a police state, uh, and you are a uh, inspector, uh, an immigration 
basically checker uh, right. for all these people this, to this come This is in. my idea of, of an exciting game. It is. No, seriously. I, I mean, it yeah, doesn't no, but, sound but, but, exciting. But, but, I mean, that, that, that was why we had that conversation with the Future Games panel. Yeah, it's, it's something like, new and different, actually. Yeah, you it know? is. It's completely off the beaten path. You know what I mean? And you have, basically, you're, you're checking for like 10 things at once while the clock is ticking because you have to get people through correctly to feed your family. Meanwhile, there's subplots going on and, you know, dissidents and terrorists and people who are smuggling drugs and, like, do you let them through or not, even though blah, blah, blah. Papers, Please is very interesting. Another one that I haven't had the chance to play yet is called Gone Home. Gone Home. Which I, my titter, my titter, my Twitter has been exploding over the past <laughs> few days, and I wish Mark from Indie Game Searchlight was in here to talk about it. I don't huh. see him. Uh, if anyone in the chat has played this game yet, please pl feel free to talk. Um... But basically, it has been likened to a like almost a fully interactive novel of a game, hmm. uh, where you don't really have, from what I understand, again I haven't played it, you don't have anyone to talk to or anything like that. But you're uncovering a mystery and a story by interacting with the objects around you, and it's like a very realistic home. It's it's made by a, a new, I think this is the first game by a new indie company out of uh, Portland, Oregon. Huh. Um, Interesting. So, I might have to pick this one up and check it out before too long. Uh, Gone Home Again is the name of it. But it's getting great uh, reviews. Go no further for your indie game knowledge yes. than the Echo Screen Live. Because clearly, clearly we are... Oh my gosh, what the heck is that? Oh, someone didn't I don't even, turn off their phone. I, I can't even help that. I don't even know what happened there. That was that was <laughs> unbelievable. Um, anyway, so... <laughs> I've well, this is what we've been saying for a while. Bells and going off everywhere. All of a sudden, I am Grand Command Central here. <laughs> this is what I've been saying for a while, though. Indie games, I'm turning into a hipster. Indie games are actually exciting me more than the big budget ones as of late. So, yeah, I, I, and I think you know we we've talked about that many many times here. <laughs> is is the idea that there are so many good indie games coming out now, which is something that's mm, I, I think really never happened before, or we, we, we've never seen this level. Yeah, previously, and that's very exciting. It's an exciting thing. You know, you see a lot of really cool indie games coming out that are really fun. There's a there's a there's a, an embarrassment of riches in indie gaming right now. So what was the so the uh, the the Slender Man that we played at? Oh at, yeah, or Slender was the name of the game. Slender, yeah, yeah, that was but, pretty creepy. Another indie game. That game was really scary. I honestly do not. I would not play that game alone in the dark. <laughs> no, I would not. There's no, no. way I'm playing that alone. It's okay days. when you're playing it at a con with like a room full of people who can tell you exactly what you should be doing. But yeah, no, and are more scared than you are because they're like you know screaming and you know whatever. You just, it's like it's like sharing. You know, it's like sharing the 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 the, the horror. Um, but anyway, <laughs> all right. Yeah, enough about the old T and B. Let's get to the topic du jour, which today we are going to talk about. Zombies. You didn't say that nearly uh, loud enough. Do what? You, you didn't say that nearly loud enough. There's an exclamation point. Oh, zombies! That's much better. Much better. Uh, so zombies. Yeah, so zombies. So we 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 were thinking Talk. about this, and you know, there's been a lot of zombie stuff all over the world, all, or there's all over the place lately. Everywhere, um, like like like. Really, literally everywhere. <laughs> yes, um, it, it, it's it's getting a bit crazy. Well, obviously, I mean, Walking Dead is one of the biggest shows on TV right now. Mm -hmm. uh, World War Z, the movie, was a blockbuster hit. 
as as much as the fans of the book decry it. It, it, it was it, Brad Pitt's biggest movie uh, uh, in yeah. terms of gross. That's, that's pretty. That's a that's a big deal. That's saying that's a, a lot. Yeah, um, a big deal. Yeah. What else? Uh, but then you know you have you have basically ten years of so many different <clears throat> about you know zombie saturated stuff mm. right well, let's go over, um, let's go over the history a little bit I, right, I, I, I think most people would agree agree that the the the, the modern zombie you know really yeah. not talking about ghouls or anything like that probably arose with uh, uh, Romero's um, uh, Night of the Living Dead Night of the Living Dead Night of the Living Dead was the first one Night of the Living Dead which actually 68 I was looking this up beforehand it's only been about 45 years since the modern zombie movie came into being and established a lot of what we know about zombies Uh, and And, and even in that you know you you look at you look at that that film and it's it's very cheaply made oh obviously yes and the reason why it's scary is not necessarily because it has it's not the traditional you know monster movie where you have like Dracula and he's scary or Frankenstein and he's scary it's it's basically just people that are really really badly beat up and like you know whatever and they're eating human flesh that's really scary like in black and white that's a really scary concept so out of this comes this whole new genre mm-hmm. of, of zombie stuff, right? Yep. And, uh, and, it, and it existed for a, quite a while in different forms. Uh, you had things like Evil Dead, you know, a bunch of other zombie type movies. But, yep. you know, it, it was a big di- change in that you didn't have like one big monster. You had an right. amorphous group of slow uh trudging Infected. about yeah you know uh, you know enemies that didn't have any plan or or nefarious purpose for the most part usually uh they just wanted to feed you know yeah exactly and they're feeding on human brains yeah um so that makes a big difference um so you know i mean what was uh, what are some of the first zombie s- zombie things whether they be shows Thing. whatever what what, did, what were one of the first things you you know do you remember bumping into with zombies? You know what what I was never big on zombies growing up. Some people go absolutely nuts for zombies. I had a coworker yeah. who was amazing, just crazy for zombies. The one of the first things I remember playing that had zombies in it was, as far as video games, was Resident Evil. Most people exactly. would say um, it's hard for me. I'm hard pressed to think of an of a game that centered around zombies before that. Uh, I don't know if you can. Oh man, um, <laughs> it, it it's tough, isn't it? Because for for me, that was I think that was also and it was at least the first huge zombie video game. I remember I remember playing that game, and I I, I think it was the first game I ever played that that's that had zombies in it. Yeah, and that was what ninety six. I want to say. Yeah. The, like the director's cut, Resident Evil director's cut for PlayStation One. You know, it, it was definitely uh, big. Um, and Resident Evil Two came out a year or two after that, and so forth. Uh, yeah, and that just kind of opened some of the floodgates that, too. That, that started. I, I mean, it didn't create a whole wave of zombie games, from what I remember. No. But it, you know, that was what it was for a little while. Uh, they kind of, kind of like the movies. They owned it yeah, for a they while. did. They had a, they had the uh, Capcom kind of cornered the market on zombie games with Resident Evil, uh, yep. and. Yep. Then 
something happened. And it was the same way with movies, you know. I, I can't really think of any TV shows that center around zombies or anything like that. No. Or really TV big shows. books. Yeah. You know, but then sometime around the turn of the century, something happened. I don't know if we can really attribute this to one thing or not, but you yep. got stuff, zombies everywhere. You had, uh, what was the the remake? It Was it uh, Dawn of the Dead or... or just night live the the one in like two thousand four that Romero made it was actually pretty good. Uh, was that Dawn of the Dead? Oh, but, but no, Dawn of the Dead was the first one they like ran like the zombies could run. Was they that just okay? Well, on. actually, I was gonna say uh, um, thirty uh, twenty eight days later was one yes. of the first one that had the running zombies. Well, that was a no, huge. You're right. That you're was a, a huge. No, you're movie. absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You're you absolutely know? right. Uh, we that had... was really scary. I remember seeing. I don't think I've even watched it since then because it was so. It was like, oh my god, <laughs> that's like a, a horrible thought. Like the best part about zombies yeah. is that they don't move quickly. Yeah, Josie is talking about this right now. It, it, there's an article about how the speed of zombies in movies has increased over years. Night of the yeah. Living Dead was like 0.2, I assume, miles per hour, and World War Z is like 6.7. You know, they're, yeah. they're running. That's a good run. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a good clip. Okay, Castlevania had zombies, but Castlevania was more about all the. Yeah, but we're not talking about something that has like uh, a, monsters, a zombie you know? in it, right? Yeah. Like, there are things with, like, I mean, the Twilight Zone episodes that have characters that are kind of zombie esque, mm-hmm. um, or have a zombie motif, but they're not zombies. It's not like a zombie movie or a television show, which is completely centered around it, like Walking Dead is. Right, uh, and then you had things like Shaun of the Dead, as yep. Scrooge McDuck is pointing out, which is one of my favorites, uh, just because it's hilarious. Um, I am legend. I am legend. Well, yes. Uh, well, and what well, they're technically, yeah, I guess are they zombies or are they vampires? They're kind of a weird cross pollination. Yeah, they're of them. kind of a. They're kind of a. Yeah, you're you right because it's like they get this illness. Well, because it's it's, a, it's based off of the, is it the Omega Man? I believe it's a it's a remake, um, mm. of an old I think Steve McQueen movie, which came out before zombies were really big and they were kind of a vampire thing. Anyway. The point is that, and this is about the same time that Resident Evil 4 came out, which many yep. people will say is one of the best games of all time. I would I think. love, love that game. You yep. definitely would. Yep. Uh, and since then, it's been, it, it's kind of just seeped into all media. You know, you've got th- games like Dead Rising. What was the other yep. one you were talking about before? Um, What was I talking about before? That came out on Xbox 360. Yeah, that was that was Dead Rising. That was a, there was another one. There's another um, crap. People in the chat. I don't play these zombie games very often, <laughs> but zombie Dead U. Rising. Dead Rising was a launch title for 360. Zombie U, of course. And it was very glitchy. Was it was difficult to play. I mean, so remember House of the Dead? How about House of the Dead for for Dreamcast? Oh, of course, House of the Dead was another big one. Um, Again, in the a, late 90s. Yep, I, I, I would God, say that came that out game. because of Resident Evil, unless I'm completely well, mixing up my dates. No, I don't. I don't know if it was because of Resident Evil. I just think it was. It's a different. It's a completely different. It's apples and oranges, right? Right, right. They're trying to create a completely different experience. Oh yeah, it was a shooter versus a atmospheric puzzle game type. Did you ever play Typing of the Dead? Oh yeah, I played Typing of the Dead in a on a Japanese arcade cabinet. Which let me tell you, yeah, that's, that's, that's hard. <laughs> because you're like, where is the no I idea what I'm typing? What's going on here? Um... <laughs> Yeah, uh, Left so, for Dead. I'm thinking of Left for Dead. Thank you. Well, Left Dead for Dead. Space. Left for Dead's huge, but that's not a that's not a uh, Dead Island. 
No, no, I'm just talking about the, it's this is a bunch of there's a yeah. bunch of zombie games out there right now. And then you have uh, Walking Dead, both comic book and TV show are big. You've got again movies everywhere, uh, lots of video games. The Walking Dead video game was yeah. one of the best games of last year, according to most uh, people. So, or what? So what is this? Where does this put us? Uh, World War Z is yep. huge again you had uh two years ago the, the i i wanted to bring this up uh, i thought this was funny the cdc got in on the action and released a uh uh prepare for the zombie apocalypse yeah. uh campaign uh where i mean but it, it was a backdoor way for them to make sure that you like put together an emergency kit in case of a tornado or an earthquake or whatever but you right. know they couched it in oh so this is what you need if zombies attack or any other emergency the, there is i believe yeah if you go search youtube i believe there is an interesting video there where there is a bill introduced to british parliament about being ready for zombie apocalypse and as i recall it's it's very funny you should you should check it out Right. So, but 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 the point is, it's permeated society so yeah. much, so, so much. So, what do you think? Are you done? You know, <laughs> well, it's it's a tough it's a tough question, and we can talk about what what we think the implications of using zombies too much are. Maybe that's a different conversation. But what I'll say is this: I'm playing serious zombies. That's another one too. I'm kind of tired of zombies. I think I think we're maybe nearing the end of the zombie. Yeah, apocalypse, I'm, so to speak. I'm kind of dead. Uh, yeah, oh, dead. There's a great title. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I I'm kind of dead. I, the Commodore. I'm dead tired of of zombies. I just don't really like the way that it's been just kind of churned over and over and over again. And and it's it's tough to take. It's like okay, now now you you have something that comes out and you're just like okay, well they're just zombies and they're just gonna blow their heads off and blah 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 blah. And it's not. There's nothing really novel or unique about it anymore. You know, I think Walking Dead is a great example of how you can turn something on its head. Yeah. Um, Shaun of the Dead was a great zombie movie that wasn't about zombies. Um, I'm not saying there aren't creative ways to use them. I actually really liked World War Z. I thought it was a very good movie. I didn't see the movie. I read the book. It was, and the book is very good. Again, that, the book kind of turns things on its head. How would an actual... Total worldwide response to a zombie outbreak B, you know, it doesn't just follow right. one group of stragglers. It's like, what would governments do? Right. Um, you know, you know what? I, I completely missed one example. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah. I was actually about to mention that several yeah. times. I didn't want to spoil anything for anybody. It's but... not really spoiled. You find out in the first minute when you start to watch the, uh, the series. Yeah, so. so yeah, well, at the very least you have some <clears throat> undead. I know thing. zombies in a loose sense of the word, but they're kind of yeah. zombies. And they yeah. are zombies, and I think there's there's something interesting to that, right? I mean, it's part of this kind of, in Game of Thrones, it represents this kind of magical power coming back to the world um, that no one really understands. So it's, it's, you know, there's some interesting connections there. You know, zombies are almost naturalistic, even though they're the undead in Game of Thrones. Um, but, it's, but it's a, you know, even there, even there, you know, when most people are watching Game of Thrones, I think that is not—that's not a compelling reason to continue to watch. You know, the compelling no, there's so much to, more, but yeah. yeah, people are interested about what's going on with the living. They're not so much concerned with what's going on with the dead. Although that's a lot of people find it interesting. So that that brings up yeah. an interesting thought. 
Yeah. Or, or a question I have for you. Yeah. Uh, well, two questions. One, if the zombie apocalypse occurred tomorrow, would it be Obama's fault? Who asked that question? Um, I, th I think Vulcan Assassin was saying something about that. I, I love, I love, I, first of all, I, it's to say, let me, no, wait, I have to, I have to, a practical aside here. The, the misquoting the Commodore commentary that's going on right now. He's, he sees it. Is spot on. Absolutely <laughs> spot on. I, uh, just, just now, all of you that are out there with the misquoting the Commodore hour, phenomenal work. Um, because <laughs> it is, I actually want to go save this chat right now because there are some really funny things that I never said. That are oh, I think on. you did. <laughs> I'm sure, Thank I'm you sure did. I said those words at some point. I have said some of those words, probably not in the same sequence, but I've said those words before. Anyway, necrophilia? Um, what was your question? You had a question. Wait, did you say necrophilia? I never said anything about necrophilia. You had a question I completely Are lollipops a great idea? Lollipops are a, an amazing idea. So Why? you just said necrophilia dot 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 are an amazing idea. Yes. See? Anyway, exactly. I just said that. I'm getting off topic slightly. Yeah. Uh would the zombie apocalypse be Obama's fault? One. Oh. Uh no. Why would, the, would they be Obama's Would the people blame the government? Oh. Ah. Uh, I think a lot of people would. I mean, I, so let me let me let me so here here's the thing. I've talked to some people that are, you know, a little maybe like tinfoil hat kind of folks. Um and I think of a zombie apocalypse, <laughs> that's not even close. Um, <laughs> when I, I've heard some people talk about the zombie apocalypse, I think those <clears throat> folks might actually blame the government. But um, but I think I, I, I just don't think people would probably come up with that with that as a solution. I think it would be more or with a, as a causality, I should say. I think people would, you know, you put way more thought into that than I expected. So oh, OK, well, next question. Right, next question yeah what's the allure why have yeah. zombies become so big this is yeah. this is a a yeah. monster that yeah. has for all intents and purposes been around for less than five decades and it is yep. gangbusters right now it is everywhere you know well, so in in world war z and this is not a spoiler to say we played zombie d20 even. did we we did remember a modern d20 setting with zombies yes we did we, we did. did i actually just bought zombie flux so i'm part of the problem so see tired of it yeah exactly it's our fault um <laughs> anyway great great game you should play it zombie flux <laughs> anyway anyway um you know I, so man I, this is so so derailed at this point what is the what is the allure the allure yes. in is your so, mind so, in your in your yes. mind what do you think the allure is so uh, a couple things i'll say about people. that one is that zombies are not the big I have to stop looking at the chat. I'm just gonna look straight <laughs> at you people. I'm stop looking at the chat because the, the misquoting is just reckless right now. Um very interesting but reckless. Anyway, I think what's so one thing is that instead of having a, a large so one singular enemy creature, Dracula, the mummy, Frankenstein, Wolfman, right? You have I just named all the universal monsters. You did. Uh, Abbott and Costello. Abbott and Costello. Uh, the Three Stooges. Anyway, so you have, instead of that one kind of singular <clears throat> destructive force, you kind of have a sea, like like a, like a, a kind of the ants. Which is shown a lot over. more in this World War Z movie. 
Yeah. So it's just kind of the it's like a hive mind problem. It's no longer an issue that like there's somebody out there that's terrible. It's that you're fighting this almost 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 completely impossible to grasp force against people. Right. Mm -hmm. That just wants to end humanity. That's one. Because I think people find that appealing. It's kind of it's different. Right. Although it has its, you know, there are some kind of illusions there, too. There are some direct correlations, like Alien, for example. I mean, that's part of the shtick, right? There's a lot, there's endless seas of aliens somewhere, and they're going to come and eradicate humanity. Anyway, um, the other thing I'll say about zombies, and this is what I think is important specifically for video games, they're an easy target. Hmm. You don't have to worry about anybody getting pissed off. One. Yeah, you don't have to worry about anybody getting pissed off because you're killing zombies. No one objects to that. There's no zombie you know, uh, human rights, zombie yeah. rights. Well, there probably is, but those people are crazy. The point is, <laughs> even in the zombie movies, you you see you see people, right? It happened in Resident Evil. It happens in a lot of movies. They go, listen, look, look, brother, listen, listen, listen. If look. I become a zombie, just shoot me. Just shoot me in the head and kill me. Just burn me. Whatever you got to do make sure that if I become a zombie, I die, right? Mm -hmm. They say it in the movie. They say it in the script because no one has a problem with killing zombies. Right. And, and That's a compelling reason, right? Yeah, and this is something that we've seen, again, in different forms of media a lot. It's the dispatchable, it's the easily dispatchable enemy that there's a lot of. If there's yes. one of it, you can deal with it. If there's yeah. two, it's a little trickier. When there's a hundred, right. you gotta run. You know, yeah. it, it's like, um, it's like, foot soldiers in the old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon. It's like putties in Power Rangers. It's like Goombas in Super Mario Brothers, right? That's right. It's, That's right. it's, it's, yeah, and it's something that... It's overwhelming. Know, it, yes, it's an overwhelming force yeah. that, uh, you know, <sighs> I was going somewhere with this and I lost it. Oh, what I was going to say is that unlike all of those things, zombies provide a an opportunity for much more hardcore violence. Yes. They're, they're already rotting. They are right. people, so they're made of flesh. They're not right. robots. They're, they're corporeal. Not, yeah, yes. you know, and, and that's something that especially recently a lot of forms of media have been uh, taking advantage of. Video games, movies, even TV shows like The Walking Dead. You have a rotting corpse and you hit it with a baseball bat, you're going to have blood and guts flying everywhere. You hit a right. you hit a, a robot with a baseball bat, it's not nearly as satisfying or or a goomba or whatever like that. So exactly. people love violence and this is People do love violence. You know, these are human human-shaped things That's another that important aren't point. human. That's another important point, right? So they're human beings or we used to be animals. human beings that are now trying to find brains to eat. <laughs> and that's a scary thought. That's that is why Night of the Living Dead is so powerful. Yeah, you know, you you actually have like <clears throat> Romero like puts like arms of people, and they're like chewing the flesh off of it. It's disgusting, but it's also really scary. Like these are just people, right. you know, and they're eating other people, and they want to eat you. That's the whole point. And that's a scary thought. I think they're a very compelling enemy in that regard but i think they continually become <laughs> you have something like red dead redemption right which which is a great game in its own right and then yeah, I, I love how rockstar comes out and puts an entire dlc almost like c completely different game 
that turns Red Dead Redemption into Red Dead Zombies, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's really cool. You know, it, it's a great it, it's idea. It's something you want to play, and you're not a huge fan of zombies, but it's something you'll yeah. you'll check out. Absolutely, because it uh, switches a little bit. It, it just completely changes everything. You and know, you're it's like, what if we orc. did zombies? Well, that too. But I mean, <laughs> what what if you put? You know, so people start to think about. This, you, you have to wonder, like, how Hollywood minds kind of come together, and they go, you know, I was thinking about this. We get this World War Z thing. These zombies. What if we put zombies in the, you know, 1800s? And we made, you know, uh, and we made it so that zombies were attacking, you know, uh, the American government. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just trying to think of like, like you have to wonder what goes on through their heads. Like, how can we like combine things together so that so that things become still appealing, even though we're really just kind of talking about the same concept. Yeah, and you can tell that they're starting to run out of some ideas you know some some of the big stuff will still go on i think living or yeah. living dead walking dead will still go on for several more yes. seasons it'll still be popular because it's already got that momentum but for something new to break out at this point and become a huge hit with zombies i think it's starting to run out of steam it, it's so, it's a bit faddish i think so but are, are you sick of are you tired are you done I, i'm kind of tired with news i'm still gonna watch walking dead because i like walking dead a lot I've heard uh, I'm kind of done with. I've, I've never even seen an episode. Of really? Yet. I'm embarrassed. You should watch I know, this. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. I've embarrassed myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of done with the Resident Evil series, but to be fair, a lot of people are kind of done with the Resident Evil series. Uh, uh, big time. Big yeah. time done with Resident uh, Evil. You know, one one thing I didn't even think talk about before was Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Yeah, and even, so too. there you go, right? And I mean, to a certain another extent, example. Abraham Lincoln, vampire killer. I mean, that's vampires. Well, vampires have also had a bit of a resurgence as of late. Twilight. Mostly do the Twilight thing, I would say, but that's not near what zombies have become. Um, yeah. One more thing I want to hit on real quick to kind of my last thoughts is that uh, I think <clears throat> something that zombie attacks bring up, you rarely see a zombie movie that doesn't also coincide with the end of the world, basically an yeah. apocalypse. Right. It doesn't really happen so much with, you know, a Frankenstein type movie or a, a no. vampire movie. And right. there's definitely a subset of the population that finds those stories morbidly fascinating, you know, like kind of like yes. Armageddon porn, basically yes. uh, the, the end of times, you yeah. know? And, and that's, I think that's something else that draws people in, you know, it's a setting that kind of just goes with the monster that adds to the appeal. Exactly. And I think people find that appealing for a lot of different reasons, you know, with the, the thought of all humanity being eradicated by tools of its own creation, because in most of most of these cases, it's actually not a natural occurrence. It's something that humans create that causes, you know, I mean, it's like it's it's actually the Godzilla complex, right? So mm-hmm. Godzilla, it comes is is the Earth reacting to the destructive power of humans, right? That's yep. Godzilla. In a nutshell, well, it's almost like that's exactly what zombies are. That's that's the same story. It's just a different form. You know, the destructive power of humans. Even though that's why I like something like I Am Legend, where they're like, "Oh, well, we, we cured cancer. Isn't that great? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> oh, it's great. We cured cancer. Oh my God! Now everyone's becoming a zombie." Spoilers. Anyway, <laughs> you, you, you know that you know that within the first five minutes of watching that, that's not a spoiler. Oh, uh, okay. 
Um, not in every zombie setting, but in most, it's a human-created... It seems to be. I have no numbers to back that up, but it seems like in most, it's some sort of a human-created... Yeah, because if it's not, it doesn't make sense. It's either human-created or it's just not explained. Yeah. Well, that's true, too. Yeah. But, I mean, so... it. There, it's 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 it almost doesn't make sense just because of the fact that if nature creates zombies and zombies are going to take over the world, then why haven't they done it already? It just doesn't. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Um, unless it's like in Game of Thrones, where this this kind of magical stuff is happening, and no one really knows why. And everyone loves Tyrion. And everyone loves Tyrone. Tyrone which Lannister, is, <laughs> which is what Flula calls him from the ghetto. You need to check out some DJ Flula. Anyway, folks. Um, so, um, I know. I, I, don't, I don't know where that one came I think Beer Ninja but, wins on the misquoting. Yeah, that's, that, is, that is an awesome quote. Um, that is misquoting the Commodore. Ding. Um, anyway, so I think we've, we treated the, 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 the zombie... Oh, you know what I want to do? Hmm? Let's talk about what our favorite zombie-related zombie thing is thing of all time is. Ooh. What's your favorite zombie-related thing from the past? Uh, again, I, I, I'm not. I've not. I'm not huge on zombie stuff. Having said that, I really am a fan of Walking Dead, the show. Um, I really liked Resident Evil Four. I think I, I think I like awesome. Walking Dead most out of anything zombie related that I've partook in. Yeah, this is a tough one, man. I mean, I I actually Resident Evil is the first thing that jumps into my head. Now, the Resident Evil movies are terrible. The Resident Evil movies, if yeah, anything, they keep being made. Well, but that isn't that exactly what we're talking about. Yeah, we are talking about crap, the regurgitation of garbage that comes out of the zombie, you know, zeitgeist, and this is it, right? It's terrible. Um, but, you know, I really, really like... <laughs> I, I, I really like Resident Evil in, in totality. The, okay. the, the game series. You know, it, it, is, it is very intriguing. I mean, like, for me, even now, even though it's been rehashed a thousand times and it's stupid, going back and watching the, the opening cinematic for the very first Resident Evil director's cut... <laughs> Even with the terrible acting, it's really, really cool. It's you funny. are almost a Jill sandwich. A Jill sandwich, Wesker. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's a real. It's actually really good. You you sit there and you you see it and you're like, wow, this is compelling. I'd like to know how this happened. You know what's going on. The Umbrella Corporation having this kind of big, deep, secret underground layer. It's mm. kind of like Jurassic Park almost. You know, like there's. They're going to do. They're trying to do something good. They end up doing something terribly bad, and you get to see what happens as a result, right? Um, yeah, I, I really like that. That's my favorite. And out of all the Resident Evil stuff, I actually do like the original Resident Evil movie. I like it. I think it's cool compared to other video game movies. It's not so bad. No, compared to the rest of the Resident Evil movies, it's very good. Um, there might have been one, like, uh, what was the one where they were, like, uh, there was one where they were, like, in the desert or something? That was actually decent. Mm -hmm. The rest of the Resident Evil movies are absolutely unwatchably bad. They're terrible. They're absolutely awful. But the first one's good. I really, really, really love Resident Evil 4. And Resident Evil 4 doesn't just have zombies. It has a lot of things in it. But, 
Resident Evil is my favorite movie. Ah, you actually said that one. I know, I know, I know. That is that's you're hilarious. walking right anyway. Into the traps. Um, now now life is imitating art, and art is imitating life. I think we're both pretty sick of zombies. Yes. And uh, I'm interested to see the new. What is the new uh, movie by um, Simon Pegg? And uh, so the World's uh, End. The World's End, but that's not a zombie movie. That's a not robot. So and th- th- maybe that's what you're going to see is new twists on the zombie. It's like quasi zombie movies. It's like things that have parts of zombie lore taken in, but they're not zombie movies. Maybe that's the next. Th- that's how we transition out of this phase. Hopefully. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. My goodness, the the misquoting the Commodore has gone to <laughs> desperate depths uh, that far beyond anything I could possibly have imagined before. But well, so with that, folks, we need to tr- we need to transition into the question and answer portion of the program where you can ask us questions. So many of you, my goodness gracious, I have so many questions to get to. It's unbelievable. If you would like to ask a question for the Q&A part of the program, all you have to do is go up to the upper right-hand corner. You find my name, Commodore128. Click on it. Click PM. You'll also find it there. You can click on it there and click PM and write in your question. Your question could be about the the TNB portion of the program. It could be about the topic du jour. It doesn't have to be. Hmm. Topic of the day. We've already had... We've had that. <laughs> we've already we've already had uh, Rue opine the fact that we have not had a a lot of dating advice questions. Yep. We are here to help you. We are experts. We know everything. In in the matters of romance and uh, seduction. We are experts in that regard. We are Adonis's of the video game world. We are we are. And uh, and have had at least at least two girlfriends apiece. So this is this is a wealth of knowledge you're missing out on, folks. Anyway, uh, please keep those questions coming in. We've got a lot of really good ones. So here we I, go. I oh, saw a go question ahead. that I'm gonna I'm gonna steal and ask you. What are you drinking tonight? It was the uh, glass not enough to give it away. No, I'm actually. Uh, oh, is that is that your uh, Game of Thrones glass? No, I haven't got those yet. Oh, I thought you picked I, them up. I, Bravo. Yeah, no, I'm actually having a problem <clears throat> finding those. So we there were some excellent vendors at Con Bravo, one mm-hmm. of which had this wonderful, so they, they actually had, um, they had this glass blowing technique where they could, they could kind of make a frosty kind of um, logo on a number of different glasses. And I, I lost their card because my bag was lost when I came back and I lost their card so I can't order it. Someone tell me who that vendor was <laughs> because I need to go order the seven houses of Westeros on highball glasses and I need to do it right now. Anyway, anyway. Um, I'm actually drinking what's called a Godfather tonight. If any of you have had a rusty nail, it's similar to a rusty nail. Um, that sounds familiar. A Godfather. What is that? Yeah, God. It is. Uh, it's uh, whiskey. Uh, I prefer. So it's Johnny Walker and then uh-huh. DiSerono on the top. Yes, I have heard that. Yes. yes. Very good. I don't anyway. think I've tried one. Anyway, it's good. I've, it's, I've... It's, like, it's like it's like drinking a fine cigar. Well, I'm enjoying a 2013 seltzer water. It's a fine vintage. Fine vintage. Mm. Um, okay, here we go. This is a good one. So, Eva Full. Unless it's Eva Full, in which case I'm really sorry. Um, sorry, Eva. But anyway, asks, with DuckTales Remastered coming out last week, what other 80s slash 90s licensed game would you like to see get a reboot or a remaster? Funny this is mentioned, <clears throat> because you know another game that I uh, 
I, I've I've known of for years, but it keeps getting updated. And I just checked it out to see if it was updated again, and it was, and it's awesome. Super Mario Crossover, which is not an official game. Yeah, it's not anything that could ever be does sold not bear for the money, Nintendo logo because otherwise Nintendo would jump on him with both feet. But it's this indie developer, or not developer, it's this guy who programmed this game. It's a Flash game. Just Google Super Mario Crossover. He's on version three. Have you you've played this, right? Yes, I've talked about this yes. a long time ago. You yes, go, you, you got to go play the, the latest one. It's amazing. Really? Okay. Yes. All right. Because it has just tons and tons of different characters. It's the game I always wanted as a kid. Yeah. It's essentially Super Mario Brothers, except you can play as almost any of the classic Nintendo characters. You know, and they all have different moves. They have different power ups. You know, you got Link and Samus and uh, Pit. You know, from from Kid Icarus, you you have a bunch of crazy ones you never would expect. You can play as a Tetris block. You can play as uh, Sophia from Blaster Master, uh, Doctor Wily, even Iceman, uh, Erdrick, That's cool. Erdrick from uh, Dragon Warrior. You know, it's 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 really awesome. And and the best part is is that you can play the game, the just like a Super Mario Brothers. Or he's also take he's mixed up some of the levels like change parts of the level so it is a new game it's it's all based off super mario Bros. But anyway it's amazing and you should check it out the end all right i like that that's good i'm gonna go i'm gonna i'm gonna step into the crazy machine and just give you the craziest thing i can think of the first thing that jumps into my head crack cocaine you know what i'd like to see remade there was a really fun game i used to play for the commodore called and it was on a number of different systems made by sega called up and down this is pretty very, crazy. Very simple premise, okay? You have a network of roads. It's kind of like Paperboy in that regard. There's just this network of roads, right? And you see a little map where you have the network, you can see it. And then you have this little, it's just a car. And your car is different than everybody else's car because your car can jump. But it's a game about momentum. So you, if you get going really fast and you <clears throat> jump, your car goes really far. If you're not going so fast, your car doesn't jump so far. And the whole goal is to keep going down the roads and and jump over cars to get to the end, even though I think it's an infinite game and there is no end. You're just trying to you know beat the levels or whatever. But I used to play that game so much because it was so much fun. It's very simple. It's just back, forward, and then jump. or And then turn to turn into other roads. And it was almost impossible to predict when you got, once you got to the higher levels. It was very – it was a ton of fun. And I'm imagining smartphones – where you could just sit there and like basically cruise along, power up speed, and then like jump with like flipping your phone up or something like that, or you know turning by like the way that um, what's that game that I play uh, where you hit the Last of Us the the guys running the guys uh, running out of a temple 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 run temple run temple run <laughs> the guys running out of a temple what's that game temple run that's the game uh, <laughs> similar to that, right? So you'd like turn, and I, I could see a lot of possibilities with that. Somebody should me needs a remake up and down by Sega. Good I one. Was not expecting that one. No, see, there you go. I'm, 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 I'm always doing the unexpected. Marquis asks, "What are your thoughts on Xeno Gears and/or Dragon Warrior Seven? Uh, you know what? Dragon Warrior Seven is the one game of the series I have not played, except for ten, of course. Uh, I, I have Xeno Gears lying around. I have both somewhere. Hold on. Yeah, I'll find it. I gotta pull out my uh, collector peen here. 
Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's gone. It's buried somewhere. But anyway, I do have Xenogears. Yes. I played Xenogears. Xenogears is actually a really, really good RPG. It is. It is. It, 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 I have said, and I said this before when we were talking about, um, when, we, when we had that pretty fun panel, actually, about the history of RPGs. Yes. Um, at Con Bravo. Yes. Xenogears, to me, is the ultimate uh, problem with what Final Fantasy VII made popular uh-huh. when, when they brought when they when it exploded and made JRPGs really popular in the West. It's overbearing with its story. It's very ham-fisted with its convoluted and confusing story, where it just kind of tries to jam philosophy and religion in there. Yeah. Uh, and it's overly long and complicated. And I got to the last disc of this game, stopped playing it for two months, came back, and completely forgot the whole story. So yeah, I, I had a, never I picked had a it back up. Experience. Yeah, so, I never finished Xenogears. Yeah. So other than that, gotten... pretty good game. The uh, the um, the anime cutscenes are pretty awesome. Uh, yes. The uh, mechanics are good. Uh, it's yep. just it's just overly, overly, over. Um, over. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think I know what you mean. Yes, I, but it's I, too much. It's it's a, it's a great RPG. I, I just. And some people, some people really, really love it because their first—that was their first kind of soiree into JRPGs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for those of us, I think that we're alive for the Super Nintendo generation of JRPGs, and that's when we got into JRPGs. I think Xenogears doesn't crack the top five. Top oh no, 10, there's maybe. a lot of others. Some um, people, it's like I, I've met people where it's like their favorite game, and they'll—it is their favorite game of all time. Of, yeah, but to me, it's just too much. Um, yeah, I. I uh, Dragon Warrior Seven, like I said, this is the only one I haven't touched. I hear it's it's kind of the black sheep of the whole series, in that, yeah, it's good, but it's also very, very, very thick. It, it seems to come from. It seems to suffer from the same problem that again, Xeno mm-hmm. Gears and a lot of other RPGs of the time. It's just very thick. It's very yeah, uh, a lot of bloated. It's it bloated. That's a very good word for it. There's just a yeah. huge, huge, huge amount of text. It drags in terms of uh, tempo, uh, blah, blah, blah. It, but other than that, it's supposed to be interesting and uh, or pretty good. Uh, and yeah. actually, you know what I'm waiting for? And I'm hoping I'm hoping that Enix um, translates to English is uh, the 3DS remake of Dragon yeah. Warrior 7. That, that based, based off of the remakes of Dragon Warriors 4 through 6 that came out on the DS, I have a feeling that would probably be the best way to play it. Scene of that I can get into. I like that idea. That's a good idea. Matt Man asks, among many other things, what is your favorite Mario game? What a what a good question. Ooh, wow. What a good question. Oh, I can't believe no one's ever asked that before. <laughs> before we go on, I like Chill Penguin's comment here. Dragon Warrior 7 is solid. It just doesn't respect the top, the player's time or life. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I don't think... I think many... You could probably say that about... 80 to 90 percent of the jrpgs out there especially of that time anyway yes. uh favorite mario game favorite mario game isn't that a good one i like mario, that one. mario teaches typing um mario teaches typing golf donkey no. kong <laughs> oh man you got one on tip of your tongue there's so many good mario games and i'm having a hard time kind of divorcing myself from nostalgia in this one mm-hmm. um Galaxy is really good. Galaxy Two is even better. I was gonna. I haven't played Galaxy Two, but I really enjoyed Galaxy. That I don't. I don't normally finish games 
in my adult life. Either I get distracted and wander off or something, but I actually finished Galaxy, which says a lot to me. Sun- I haven't finished Galaxy, but Sunshine. it is loads of fun. The the new Super Mario Brothers Wii is really good. I love good. the cooperation. To me, that that basically discounts new Super Mario Brothers Wii. I think, in many ways, discounts every <clears throat> side-scrolling platformer that Mario's ever had because it's it's better than all of them because of the co-op and everything else. Mm. Um, Technically, I mean, for, it's better. Okay, if I'm if I'm putting on my my nostalgia shades, I'm gonna say yeah. the Super Mario Three or yeah, Super Mario course. World. It's really hard for me to decide between those two. Super, yeah, Super Mario Brothers Three is 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 one of the most perfect games ever made. It's it's airtight. It's it's mm-hmm. wonderful, and but, and World built on it really well. Yeah, but I th- I think Super Mario Brothers or New Super Mario Brothers Wii captures all of that and does more, and it's better. Uh, I people are saying Sunshine in the chat, and I agree with JSC. Shun, Sunshine? Sunshine's a good game, but it doesn't feel like a Mario game. You you take yeah. a jetpack, I know it's a water pack. Shut up, and you strap yeah. it onto Mario so he can hover, and it doesn't feel like a Mario game. Um, yeah, and if we're not talking strictly Mario games, I gotta say I just love Mario Kart. There have been so many great Mario Kart games. I was gonna say if it, uh, I, I'm gonna go with Galaxy on that last one, and and, yeah. and Mario three world i'm gonna have three on that one what's your yeah. favorite non-main series mario game me i uh, probably one of the smash brothers games uh, um, okay that's a, like like game that mario has appeared in uh, if, yeah. we're, if we're talking that i might have to go smash brothers melee i was also thinking mario yeah. kart wii is very good yeah it's a great game um i i think it's good i, I don't know if it's the best though i still like mario kart 64 that's probably very clouded in nostalgia um just because i played so much of that game but um i don't know that's there's that's a that's a that's a tough one there's so many mario games that's a so many mario, mario tennis is probably the best mario sports game outside of that was actually a lot of fun on the 64 mario tennis was so much fun yeah i stay playing that and how about mario party which is actually any of the mario parties really are a lot of fun mario parties mario party like you said any of them Oh. Mario Party is a is a is a blast. I for, forgot for a group of people. How could I forget Super Mario RPG? That's an amazing game well, too. Yeah, it is, but I I don't I still I'd rather play Mario Party most of the time unless I'm really in the mood for an RPG. I just I never really got into it because I didn't I didn't care to see Mario in an RPG. It's a great game. I played it. It's fun. Blah blah blah. But I, I just I wouldn't put that in the I wouldn't put that as the top. That's a good question. Gold star on that one. Yeah, I know definitely. Andy. 1404AR asks, beside Virtual Boy and the Wii U, what's your least favorite Nintendo console? I like and why the would the Wii U, Wii U be your least favorite? I kind of like the Wii U. Yeah, give yeah. it a chance to grow. I, yeah. Um, Nintendo console. Well, Nintendo console. Least that's favorite. Kind of a, yeah, that's, that's a strange... I, well, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you what mine is. Mine's, mine's the GameCube. The GameCube represents literally like four or five grand missteps by Nintendo. Grand. Um, really just missed the, missed the mark. If, if you want to look at what... If you want to look at the missteps taken by Nintendo that the Wii had to save them from, the GameCube is... 
or or the dolphin as it was called before it was launched um is the kind of quintessential example in my mind uh ooh, people are bringing out stuff like game boy color i didn't even think about the uh, portable systems but really that's yeah. kind of unfair I, I think all the portable systems yeah. are pretty solid yeah. um maybe not the dsi but um if okay i'm i'm, I'm not going to cheat i'm going to go with main state main systems yeah. you know released in america that people know of i probably am going to have to go with gamecube as well and actually yeah. i was vacillating between gamecube and wii um yeah but the things that kill it for me on gamecube is i didn't especially enjoy the mario game sunshine yep. i didn't yep. especially enjoy the mario kart game yep. uh and when when you only have so many big hitters yeah, that, that, that you just and, expect yeah. that that you know they're going to sell they got to be good uh 64 didn't have a huge library but no. it had some real real classics um for, for for the time that they came out they were amazing they're difficult yes. to kind of appreciate now in many ways. Yeah. Mario Kart 64 is still playable and fun. Yes, but but having but, having said that, there are some really great games on the GameCube. There, uh, there's um, uh, Metroid Prime was amazing when that first hit. Super Smash Brothers Melee is my favorite Smash Brothers. That is the best Smash Brothers game. I've uh, argued that many times. Wind Waker got a lot of flack when it came out, but a lot of people I think look back on it as a classic. It's not about that though. It's we're talking about the total presentation. Yeah, that, I would that's say... a thing. Internal Darkness is a lot of fun too. Yeah. But, but Eternal my, Darkness was a great game. Yes, but but I think in, in total, not that I not that I think the GameCube was a complete failure of a system. I don't think it was that. It's just my least favorite. I I, I took way too long to answer that question. Mega Man X four three two one asks, "Will you guys be at Dragon Con?" Nope. Nope. Next question. <laughs> but you know, you know would be an interesting thought if you'd like us to appear anywhere just go tell the people that you want that are organizing yeah. that you'd like to see us there because um, you know what we will show up pretty much anywhere you know like if we have some advance notice like we'd love to come down and talk to you guys about video games or whatever else um <laughs> uh, i will be at the portland retro gaming expo in early october uh so google that uh and come out that's the best show i've seen for retro gaming uh, if you want to pick up some stuff and we will after that we will both be at PAX East uh, yes. next year uh, in Boston because oh. we go every year and it's time to win. I'm trying Can't to convince wait. some of my co-workers to go just Can't because it's, it's I'm trying awesome. to convince everyone I know to go because yeah. it's just so much fun um, okay uh, let's see some guy asked so many questions I can't even possibly begin to tell you how many questions there are on <laughs> pick the best him. one However, uh, we'll we'll go we'll go with the first question asked because I think it's a good one. What is the worst zombie movie you own in your personal video collection, Whew. or worst you've ever paid to see? I, so, I was gonna say I don't think I own any zombie movies in my personal collection. Right. Well, this this one's embarrassing. Uh -oh. This one's embarrassing for me. I, okay. I need to. Here we go. I need a. I need a moment. So. Can I just, I just want to tell you guys, the only reason I own this particular film on DVD is because it came, because those bastards at Best Buy do the little packages where they like package DVDs together. Oh, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, look, it's the pack. Here, you can just buy this, buy these three and they're only like 20 bucks. And you're like, shit, that's great. There's only three DVDs for 20 bucks. What a great deal. 
That's actually not a great deal, but go ahead. It's a terrible deal. It's it's the worst. Well, I mean, back then it was a pretty good deal. Back That was back when, like, oh, yeah, every fast. DVD was $25, right? Mm-hmm. Alone, a single DVD was 25 bucks. So, um, so it's kind of a, it's kind of a tough thing to pass up. Anyway, I bought this inside of a pack, and it's the worst decision I've ever made. Resident Evil Apocalypse. Oh God, it is the worst. I, like, is that seriously. the second one or the third one? No, no. no. L- listen, right now, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna announce this right or now. Fourth one. I. It's the second one. Oh, okay. I am going to. It's pretty bad. It's the worst. It's the worst movie I've ever seen. It was is I, I tried watching it, probably about ten years ago. When I got it, and I absolutely I I wanted to vomit. It was so terrible, and it was just awful. Anyway, the point is, I, I'm gonna I'm, we're gonna preview this right now. So so we're in the we're in the stages of promoing, or not promoing, but developing, the gaming marathon that we're gonna do mm-hmm. this year. Okay, I'm gonna say this right now. I am going to give away my copy of Resident Evil Apocalypse. Okay. If you would like, I will sign it as the Commodore. I will give it away, and we will use that as a prize because I no longer want to have it in my in my pile of movies because I've owned it for 10 years. I've watched it once, and it's absolutely one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I will sign it in any way you want to. Just donate to the, the cause that we have this year. The anyway, so that is the worst I own. Done. I think for me, the worst I might have gone to go see, paid to go see, is Resident Evil, the first one, and I don't even know if I paid to see it. Yeah, I don't think we did pay to see that. Yeah, because we had a friend that worked at the movie theater. So yeah, and I was just excited about the. Well, they were I'll, interesting. Marilyn Manson did like the title track. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you win that one. That's okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. Here we go. What? Uh, sorry, the eight bit, tr- the eight bit bro. <laughs> asks what zombie movie is the most nostalgic to you nostalgic yeah nostalgic a nostalgic zombie movie again i was never big on zombie movies growing up so none of them are especially nostalgic i mean i didn't Mm. i didn't see any of the evil dead movies until like late in high school but that can be nostalgic though yeah kind of Um, that was a good one i mean it's a good one doesn't especially make me feel nostalgic I'll tell you what, though. So I'll diverge from the question and cheat. All right. The original Resident Evil game. So Resident Evil director's cut <clears throat> makes me very nostalgic because I, a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours in high school, the only one that had a PlayStation, uh, had gotten this game and was like, "Hey, you guys, you guys got to play this game. It's 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 awesome." Blah blah blah. We'll play it together. So we got together. And we turned off all the lights and we played with like you know with the, with a receiver and sound and everything, and we started playing this game and it literally scared the crap out of all of us. Like the moment when the dogs jump out of the windows—that's the uh, ultimate jump scare from the game, yeah, definitely. It, I just we all just lost our shit and we just went crazy. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go cheat a little bit because uh, uh, it's not technically nostalgic, but when I saw Dawn of the Dead, the remake, it yeah. made me feel like. It was the quintessential zombie movie, which makes sense. Yeah. Romero did it. It's basically a remake. It yeah. just felt like there were no gimmicks, you know? It was just a zombie movie. It is what I expected from a classic zombie movie. So, there. Yeah. Meh. All right. Good one. Good one. R2319 asks, I recently <laughs> acquired a Super Nintendo, but my game library is lacking. Ooh. I purchased the console 
with a copy of Final Fantasy 3 slash 6, and since then I have picked up A Link to the Past. What other games should I, a money-pressed college student, consider picking up online or keep an eye out for at garage sales? That's a tricky thing, is what can you get that's good for cheap? Um, well, there, there's some really good games that, that are, aren't particularly oh, valuable. Oh, there's tons for Super yeah. Nintendo? There's yeah. tons. Um, yeah. But I, I, I guess cheap. that's the question. The question is, what are you looking out for to... You know, Final Fantasy 2 is not all that expensive. No, it's not. If, if you find, if you look on, uh, even on eBay, I think it's like twenty-five-ish dollars. Last I checked, it might be more expensive. Everything's been going up lately. Um, yeah, Chrono Trigger is very expensive. Uh, Donkey Kong Country is not expensive. That's a good game. Yep. Um, that is a that is a great game. You could get Genghis Khan too. Yeah, the, great the Great Wolf. It's not all that expensive. Um, you know, no. I don't think Illusion of Gaia is all that expensive. Actually, last I checked, uh, I think you can get that for, Gaia, for ten or fifty. Uh, you can buy Earthbound for ten dollars if you have a Wii U. Um, yeah, that that's an easy one. <laughs> it's not really what you're asking. Um, Mega Man X. I gotta think that's pretty cheap, and that's yep. an excellent game. That's one of my favorite Mega Man games. Definitely. Um, yep. I'm just going through the whole thing. Um, and we've given people a lot to think about there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Star Fox. Do you think Star Fox holds up well? No. I think Star Fox 64 holds up better. Uh, you know what? I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, the original Star Fox with a 3D FX chip or whatever they called it back then. Yeah. It's just not... I'm not sure. No, I'm not sure how expensive it is now. I don't think it's too expensive. Super Metroid is an absolute classic. Yeah, you ha you must get you that. You gotta get that. That's just a great. That's that that. a that's a master class in game design. You know, um, then there's then there's the classic Super Mario World. You need to have that. You need to have Super Mario Kart. I mean, unless Super you're Mario super Kart. nostalgic, I wouldn't even really pick it up. It, it doesn't it doesn't age very well. Kind of like Star the original Star Fox. No, um, it is it is all nostalgia. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll, I'll sit with that. If, as yeah, far as cheap Super Nintendo, great Super Nintendo games. I'll stick with right. that for now. Chromaniac asks, if every That's console in the world would be destroyed and you could choose one to keep, which would it would be? And don't forget, it would be the only console you could ever play again. Uh, ooh. That's a great question. Does that... I, I, have to think, I have to think about this. Um, I assume we'll not cheat and say you can do things like um, virtual console or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, because that, that kind of defeats the purpose, right? I mean, not maybe not to defeat the purpose, but it certainly adds adds to the injury. Oof. Man. You got to think of everything that had huge libraries. The NES, the PS2, the DS. Yeah, and, I, I, and out of those... I kind of throw out the NES. I don't think that could hold my... Or, I mean, dare I say it, the current generation of consoles. Um, That's true, too. Which have very, very big, large, large libraries and are actually a lot of fun. They Welcome have a lot, of, a lot of really cool games. Um, I'm going to go with what everyone expects and just say the Super Nintendo. Because 
really a great number of games on that. PS2 though, I mean, I, I, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot I haven't even cracked in the PS2 library. In all honesty, that could probably give you the best bang for your buck. Yeah. Just because no, I, th- I, I think there's over a thousand games for that easily. Yeah, and that's a good one. I, I probably... If I didn't... Che- uh, I would probably still ch- choose the Super Nintendo. Yay! Or Dreamcast. I would go with the Dreamcast. I'd either go Super Nintendo or I'd go 360. I would choose real cat face. Anyway. No! Anyway, we're waiting for the next question. The Albacore Club asks, do you have any advice for people starting their own gaming podcasts or websites? Wow. Um, stick with it. Definitely. Uh, try to spread the word as much as you can without being obnoxious about it. Um, yeah, I know. I would say produce, produce, produce. Yeah. You know, just make content. Honestly, and this, I know this is funny coming from me, you have to be consistent with your content. You have to make a lot and kind of just throw it out there and stick with it. Um, not everyone makes it big, quote unquote. You know, Not everyone can be uh, Ray William Johnson or anything like that. but yeah. or, or PewDiePie, however you say his name. Um, but, uh, you know, if you have any, if you have any chance of it, you can't get, if you want any chance at, at, at getting any sort of audience, you can't get discouraged and just quit. Yeah. No, I, I think that's a good, that's a great point. You, you gotta just stick with it. And I mean, you know, it's not like we're anything better than D-list internet celebrities anyway. True. But, but you know, if you want to be a D-list internet celebrity, you gotta, you gotta get to work. All right, let's do, uh, let's do some rapid fire here. We're, we're, we're running low on time. All right. Here we go. Congo Bongo asks a whole lot of questions, but the one I'm going to ask you right now, which I think is interesting, Big Mac or the Whopper? I don't think I've ever had a Whopper. Oh my god. I haven't I didn't have a Big Mac until I was in college. Well, that's understandable. I guess that's understandable to a certain degree. Um You never had a Whopper? I've had Burger King burgers, and you know what? I do enjoy the flame broiled taste. I like the flame broiled. I'm going with the Whopper. You know what else is interesting about the Whopper? I feel I want to try a Whopper now. You know what's interesting about the Whopper? What would you want? The Whopper had mayonnaise on it. Oh, okay. No, now, now Big listen, Mac. Now hold on a minute. No. Now hold on. Now hear me out. Now hear me out. You're talking to a guy that never puts mayonnaise on hamburgers. Right here. Don't do not put mayonnaise on hamburgers. Don't. But the first time I had a Whopper, it was the first time I ever had mayonnaise on a hamburger, and I went, "Wow, that's really actually very good." What are you Canadian or something? I maybe I don't know. Uh, white and nerdy. That's me. It's a song about me. Um, all right. Physics of video games. Our good friend. Yay. What do you think of the next cinematic? What do you think the next cinematic fad is going to be? Ooh, ooh. Well, we've we've already kind of highlighted. It. I I think it's kind of just robots. Robots kind of. Beating up other robots, robots getting punched, robots dying. You think so? I mean, e- I, even in the new Wolverine movie, there's a giant robot. Yeah, uh, I mean, but well, Pacific Rim did Transformers, okay. Pacific Rim. You got that movie yeah. with Hugh Jackman, like punching the robots, and that no one cared about. And then you know, there's a bunch of robot movies. Ouch. Okay, I'll go with that. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm trying to think about. Well, I mean, I would say superheroes, but that's already been a big thing. 
Um, maybe, I don't know, man, crossover superhero movies? Because DC looks like they're getting into it now. Um, yeah, well, I mean, superhero movies are kind of an old... That's, I know, that's, that's been a thing since like 2000. Too, yeah. Wait a minute, the rise of superhero movies and the rise of zombie movies seem to be intertwined. Coincidence? Super- superhero zombie movies? That, cool. That's a thing. Superhero zombie comic books. That's that, like superheroes oh, yeah. as zombies, which is kind of, again, weird. But anyway, go ahead. Bizarro. Pond Life asks... Who is that? If you and Rue were being chased by zombies, which would be the one to survive? I think it's a legitimate question. <laughs> well, in that D- modern D20 game we had with zombies, we both had survived. Yes. And I happened to be a sniper. Yes. I was a technical guy, I guess. Yeah. Um, eh. Eh. I don't know. That's a tough one. I I think I don't uh, think either one of us would last very long. No, and I don't think I'm not sure either one of us would be very tasty for zombies anyway. Yeah. I don't think zombies would be targeting us as legitimate targets. We're, um, we're they'd not. probably be more interested in other people with yes. uh, with better physical attributes more, than than more, either more brains or, us. or brains. <laughs> <laughs> whatever whatever the case might be. Yes. I don't know, though. I, I think um, <laughs> people in the chat are, are starting to, uh, they've caught up, and now they're starting to weigh in. Oh, okay. Well, we each got a vote. <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> it's one-to-one so far, and I'm, I'm just going to leave it there with a tie. We both die, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we're both dead. Good, good. I'm glad we, I'm glad we <laughs> can decide these things. Um, all right, so... Here is a, here's a rapid-fire question from DTX180, the kind of question we love to get. Ooh. Back to the Future. Yes. Ferris Bueller's Day Off or the Breakfast Club? Uh, Back to the Future? That's not that's not even a question. I already know what you're going to say. That's ridiculous. Back to the Future. I, Don't even try. I could make an argument for Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but it's Back to the Future. Yes, it's, back it's, it's very obvious. And, it's, and it's, it's Back to the Future by by a, by a, a wide margin. Wilkshire. Wilkshire. Like Wilkshire? Like but said in a Massachusetts way? Wilkshire. Wilkshire. When you, when you and Rue are feeling alone, which, let's be honest, happens a lot. <laughs> when you and Rue are feeling alone and need to meet up with some girls, where do ah, you go? Yay! Dating question. Dating question. See, we got one. People do care what we think about with the with the love and the romance and the people. I don't know, and, actually. Uh, you don't know where you go? <laughs> no, <laughs> I've never actually done that, like gone somewhere with the object of meeting a girl. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think I've ever really done I mean, you know, you go with people potentially to meet someone. Done that. I'll let you handle this one. <laughs> Um, you're, you're a hopping about town kind of guy in your Uber and whatnot. I don't know. Those things are not at all related. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think if you roll up in a limo, it's going to catch you the know, eyes of a few we girls. Do that. We do that. I, yeah. I, I don't do that with girls, though. I do that for customer meetings. The point is... Um, Customers with girls? Yes. Potentially. Yes. It's happened. Just saying. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I all right. If you're feeling alone and you want to go somewhere to to be with girls, 
you're probably already missing the mark. Folks, listen, you don't go somewhere just to hang out with girls. I, well, I think the question is, to where do you go to meet girls? I'm, I'm going to make well, that a little a bit story. easier. That's a different story. But, but, but that's my point, right? If you go to somewhere, go to you want to be around pegs. people, that's a different story, right? There's a lot of great places to go and hang out with people, right? But here's the question I would ask you. I would reflect back to you. What kind of people do you want to meet? What kind of girls do you want to meet? Because if you want to meet trashy bar girls, then go to trashy bars. What if you want to meet classy bar girls? Well, you know, classy bar girls hang out at classy bars. Go to, you know, you go. Go, to some, go to a really nice, go to like a Ruth's Chris and hang out at the bar. No, actually, that's not true. I, I think You know what? You're going to find some really nice gals. I think Beer Ninja has a good point. Yeah. Home Depot has some hot girls. Home Depot. So they're right there between the lighting and the lumber section. They well, I don't even know why. It depends on what Home Depot you're in. Maybe they're in the hardware. Whoa. And I think we all know what the hardware section looks like in Home Depot. No? You don't. No. Okay, that's fine. And I have an extra life. <laughs> um Anyway. <laughs> all right. Future Days asks, I'm late to the party, but have you guys played Pikmin 3? No, but I want to get it. I'm going to wait till the price job drops. I hear it's very good. You don't have a don't Wii have U. It. Yeah, so. no. Oh, but I'm thinking about it. I think I have a Wii U. I think it's good. What? There are no girls on the internet. This is what I hear. Oh, no, no, no. Well, wait a minute. That's a different story. So, so listen, folks. Folks. As, a, as, <laughs> as, a, as an expert and a, and a purveyor of such things. <laughs> I thought you were going to say pervert. As an expert and a, and a pervert. As an expert pervert. <laughs> now, now the misquoting is really going to begin. Well, that's not misquoting. You actually said that. Uh, yeah, I did. I said that. Uh, so the, uh, if, you're, if you want to meet girls specifically, slash all, the, all of our girl fans, if you want to meet guys, and you're, you don't really like the bar scene thing, and you're not really, you can't really think of a good place to meet people like you would want to meet then, you know, the online thing is cool. Just make sure you keep your standards high. Just make sure you know exactly what you're looking for because if you go up there and just kind of spray and pray, you're not going to have a good time. Just letting you know. I think we completely... Did we just ignore the actual question and we went back to the girl question? Well, you did it. You did that. You were responsible for that. I was answering the question. Aww. We didn't... We, did, we answered the question. Neither of us have it. I don't have a Wii U and I'm not interested. All right, anyway. Next question. Um... Ouroboros Choked asks, you guys might have mentioned this in a previous show, but what do you guys do when you're not talking about video games? I mean, if you don't mind saying. Pooping, sleeping, Yeah, I, mean, I do a lot of things. I do a lot of things other than talk about video games. I do a lot of things. There's a lot. What are you, impugning my sensibilities here? You take the limo around town and pick up girls at the trashy bars in the Home Depot. It, exactly. That basically describes my entire existence. <laughs> That's an expert pervert. Yeah, that is an expert pervert. Um, I play golf. I played golf today. Really? You're such a white guy. I did that today. It was good. It was fun. It's terrible. Um, yeah. If you want to answer that, that's fine. Well, I'm not talking about video games. Sometimes I play them. Um, yeah, I play them sometimes. Working. Uh, working takes yeah, a lot of time. Yeah, I work a lot. I work a lot. Traveling uh, a lot lately. Uh, yeah. going to a crap load of weddings this year. Yeah. For some weird reason. I haven't been to a wedding in years, and then I've been to like four already this year. Yeah, it's and a, bizarre. About to be a fifth. It's weird how th these things come in waves. Um, yep. uh, I like TV. 
stuff. Even you know, uh, I'm I'm trying to actually catch up on Breaking Bad now. Wow, that's something I never got into. I need. I... It's not as easy to get into as uh, Game of Th- Game of Thrones sucked me in real quick. Uh, oh yeah. But the thing is, I mean, I'm waiting on so much of my of my favorite stuff to come back. You know, Game of Thrones, Doctor Who, Community, uh, uh, Walking Dead. You know, I'm like, I need something to fill my void. Yeah. I'll leave all right. There. Fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. I like that. That's yes. good. Okay. Um. Wow. Here's here's a good one. So you guys are awesome, which is you know I I would like to think is well thank you about us. You guys are awesome. Asks, have you played any Suikoden games? Ah, um, no. But I think I yeah. Hold on. No, uh, I did just pick up Suikoden three uh, at a at a retro store not too long ago. Again, not that I have, not that I have time to play it. I actually probably the next. RPG I would want to play is um, Xenoblade Chronicles because I just hear it's awesome. But um, I hear the, the the game to really play in that series is Suikoden 2, which unfortunately is like $100 or something crazy like that. So... So, not happening. So, no, I have not played it, but I would like to. Not ain't happening. Yep. Alright. Last question. You're welcome, Ouroboros. And it's, and it's a selfish one. Because it is directed toward me. The Beer Ninja asks, Hey, Commodore. We, we can switch the names in this one. It's okay. If Rue were a zombie, would you still be friends with him? Wait, we're switching names? What are you talking about? Well, you, you could change this and make it about me if you want to. Oh, okay. If you don't put him... If, and sub-question. Sub-question. If you don't put him out of his misery, would you keep him chained up in the shed or let him roam free? I'd totally shoot you in the head. Yeah, I think I'd shoot you too. Yeah, I, and and we and don't even play Hence, around. we would not be friends. No, hence we would not be friends. Well, we would be. Just one of us would be dead. That's okay. No. The, so the first question is: Would you still be friends? I don't think we'd still be friends because oh. I'd shoot you. Well, you wouldn't be my friend if I was dead. If you no, I'd be a friend if you were dead. I wouldn't be a friend if you were undead. There's a big difference. Oh, that's racist. No, not <laughs> racist at all. <laughs> And I think we agree with on that little <laughs> interesting point. An offer to borrow a weekend in one and two. That's pretty tempting. <laughs> Sorry, I distracted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it happens. You yes. Know. Um, folks, thanks folks. so much for joining us tonight. It, you know, uh, we, we talked a lot about undead and zombies and, uh, and, and a lot other. of other things that most people probably didn't pay any attention to because they were just reading the quotes uh, or the misquotes of the Commodore. Um, but anyway, we had a good, we had a good time. I, I think there was a lot of fun to be had uh, this wonderful evening. Thank you so much for being a part of our wonderful <clears throat> program here uh, on the Echo Screen Live, the official podcast of the Clan of the Gray Wolf. Rue, would you tell the kind people when they can see us next? That's a good question. That would be in two weeks on September 4th, Wednesday, September yeah. 4th. Um, in the meantime, though, before that, I think we're going to have a few things coming out. I'm, uh, I'm mm. planning to have a 16-bit gem coming out this weekend. Uh, first on Retroware, and then and, elsewhere else, uh, a day or two after that. And I will finally have the 100th episode of yes. the Weekly Ringer that comes out. Along with quite possibly the new, some new stuff with it. I don't know. Potentially. Yes. Potentially. <laughs> uh, let's, let's not get, let's not get, you know, cart horse. Um, let's, as an expert, as an expert pervert, 
Let's not put <laughs> as an X for the heart horse. Yes, that is exactly right. Um, so yeah, so we'll 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 definitely be busy in between then. But we definitely we, we always try to stick to the schedule of the first and third Wednesday of every month. So um, you know, in case you don't tune in all that often. Check us out at that point. We will be here on the 4th, but we'll also be here on the 1st and 3rd Wednesday of every month, unless something crazy happens or something terrible or whatever the heck else goes on. So, yes. So, what? and, and be sure, we will not be talking at all, at all, at all about zombies in the next episode, just so you know. All right. So with that in mind, folks, <laughs> have a wonderful, wonderful week and or two weeks and evening. And thank you for watching. As always, I am the Commodore. And that is Rue from the Clan of the Grey Wolf. And there is no reset button. <laughs> Shake and bake. It's shake and bake, and I helped.